In episode three, we're talking about leaders mindset. Welcome to Transforming Procurement Podcast with Lourdes Koss, the show dedicated to help procurement professionals in their transformation journey. Lourdes believes that procurement professionals have the potential to add great value by becoming the best version of themselves. Hello, friends. Let's talk about a leader's mindset. We'll begin by talking about a growth mindset. As a leader, you cannot give what you what you don't have. And if it is the leader that stops growing, that means that a cap has been placed in the performance level of the entire team. Your team will never outgrow you as a leader. This reminds me of the law of the lid, um, which is one of John Maxwell's um, leadership laws and the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. The leader's ability determines the level of effectiveness of both the leader and the team. Your team will never outgrow you as a leader, meaning that you might be putting a lid on the team's progress because in the process you forgot to grow. Um, or worse, the leader is under the belief that he or she has learned everything that there is to learn. This is when both the leader and the team suffer because in the process, the leader forgot to keep up with the growth. The limitations of the leader as a leader are reflected on the team as well because it will limit the team's ability to perform at a higher level. At one time or another, you may have met a leader like this. You know the type, the one that thinks that they have already arrived, which is why they stop learning. I think they truly believe that they know everything there is to know. And they give you that hint of arrogance when they kind of enter the room. <laughs> this is really unfortunate for the team, really, and because leadership develops daily. It doesn't develop in a day. And there is no end to the learning. It is a journey to become a leader. And it might be a combination of uh, training and uh, not just experience, but evaluated experience. And that is experience that you've had a chance to reflect on and evaluate and really learn from that uh, particular experience. How many times have you encountered uh, people that have 20 or 30 years of experience, but it is really doing the same thing many times over with very little reflection? Their experience and skills are in the autopilot. What they mean uh, by experience is really habits that they have repeated over and over um, over an extended period of time. Of course, we have to develop uh, some type of habits at some point because otherwise our conscious mind will be very occupied with trivial stuff. 
And if it's occupied with the, the trivial, then there's no room for the creative thought. And, and a leader must continue to grow, period. That's the end of the story. Uh, personal development time should be part of a leader's daily routine. Sometimes people miss miss this because they don't have the discipline and it's so easy to say that there's no time or I, I don't have any time and it goes back to you know what's on the leader's daily routine. There should be time to think, reflect, and learn. Learning and growing consistently re- it requires intentionality. This is the first law of growth that I read in one of John Mike Maxwell's uh, book, 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. My friends, growth does not just happen automatically. We have to make it happen very, very intentionally. What can we do as leaders then? Well, Commit to a personal development plan. This is an everyday thing. The thing is that if you don't read today or tomorrow, the consequences are not going to um, show up today or tomorrow. This is why it's so easy to put it off. The consequences will show up later, uh, much, much later, maybe by the end of the quarter or at the end of the year or maybe in a couple of years. Learning and growing should have a place in your daily agenda. This is one of those things like exercise or eating healthy. You need to make it a daily habit. It is surprising the improvement that we can make uh, in, in seeing ourselves. The quality of our ideas improve. The quality of our questions, um, the questions that we ask improve. Learning and growing should be part of our routine, uh, particularly if you are a leader. Setting a goal for a daily minimum might be a place to start. For example, reading um, a couple of um, paragraphs a day or a couple of pages a day. And uh, But I wouldn't set goals that are too ambitious. Um, that may result in burnout and abandoning the plan altogether. So start small and grow from there. Maybe you start by reading, you know, like I said, a couple of paragraphs or a couple of pages, something manageable that it's not going to make you want to quit in a couple of days. It's kind of like exercising. If you want to run a marathon, you don't start by by trying to uh, run a marathon on the very first day. No, you start by trying to develop endurance and condition your body, and then you can build up to uh, be able to ride, to run a, a 5K and then a marathon and, and whatever else. Uh, you can do the same thing with growth and development. You have to build that muscle. And speaking of growth... I have a link to the Live to Lead 2020, the John Maxwell Company uh, Semilcast. Um, This is a phenomenal um, event uh, with a great lineup uh, of speakers that are going to share the stage with 
Dr. John C. Maxwell. Some of the speakers are Kat Cole, Alan Mulally, Steve Harvey, and Craig, uh, Craig Groeschel. I'll post the link to the event on this uh, podcast notes. And also, uh, you can find the link on the events page of my website, lourdescause.com. If you're a leader or an aspiring leader, you cannot afford to miss this event. Check it out. Uh, follow my link so that you can get the $20 discount on the ticket. The second point I want to make on mindsets is leading by example. Be the leader that you want others to see. Remember that if you're the leader, you set the example. People are watching all the time. We have to remember that leadership is visual. People watch, you know, that's your team is watching. Uh, they're watching really to see if you're someone that they can trust, that you, they can work for. The hardest person to lead is, is, our, is really ourselves. It's me. Oftentimes, we give ourselves a break. We judge ourselves by our intentions and everyone else by their actions. It is important to close that gap, but it is really not that simple. It requires a high level of awareness. And, and we can start by asking ourselves, how does it feel to be on the other side of my leadership? What does that look like? The first thing is, how do you display or delay your emotions? Are they all over the place? Are you um, over the top expressing your emotions? If you, if you are like that, uh, the people will hold back. The more consistent you can be as a leader, the more trust you will get from your team. Another thing to consider is that leaders need to have a clear set of priorities uh, to make the best use of their time. Your team is really watching and feeding off of your energy also, and they will mirror exactly that. And the fastest way to shape the culture of your team is to understand their values. Values drive behavior, and behavior is what people see. It's easier to teach it than to li live it. Self-discipline is really like a bridge between good intentions and good actions. Self-discipline makes habit uh, your servant and not your master. After we master leading ourselves well, then we need to think about leadership is about others, service to others, to become successful, to help them be successful, helping them uh, grow and And really, it, let's, in the words of Mahatma Gandhi, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in service to others. Create an environment of encouragement where team members are willing to help each other, anticipate the, what the people need uh, from, from you as a leader. It's not enough to have an open-door policy. The leader needs to leave the office and go to their team. Give them what they need before they ask. One of the worst things a leader can do is assume that everyone is like him or her, that people will come and ask. So ask yourself this question. Is that if I were on the other side of my leadership, would I be happy? How would I feel? 
Do I feel encouraged, included, value? And as we value and and include people and feel them, uh, help them feel encouraged, it's important to have a can-do mindset. You have to think that you can. In a transformation, how do you get everyone performing at a level that no any, that no one in the organization thought was possible? And really, you you are what you think. And if you believe that you can't, you won't. But if you will believe that you that you can, you will try very hard to achieve it. But like I said, first you have to believe the, uh, in in the people. You're not going to do it alone as a leader. You need the team. Second, help them bridge any gaps in skills, whether technical or soft skills. Third, give them the opportunity to perform and try however many times is necessary to get on the right track. Empower the team and shelter them from any toxicity that hinders the progress. Embrace the diversity of opinions, creativity. It, it, It will make the team better. In a group where everyone thinks the same, ideas are not challenged. Innovation is birthed in a creative environment. If there is no creativity, the chances for creating something great are minimized. There are studies that show that the benefits of a, of a diverse team and what it does to problem solving and thinking creatively. I was reading a study that said that companies are and organizations are leaving a lot of money on the table because they the lack of uh, inclusive and diverse teams. And so, I mean, the, the numbers were staggering. It's uh, in the trillion dollars. And so, um, so there is great benefit to having a diverse and inclusive team. If you're considering going through a transformation or are in the process of doing that, the leader has some responsibilities in guiding the team, it, this is not get a training and the team is going to transform. There is a role for the that the leader plays that is very, very important. And it requires the leader to be prepared, to be growing and, and have the right mindset to be able to encourage value and include and to motivate the team members. Let me recap some of the points that I made earlier on the mindset that the leader should have as he or she leads a transformation initiative. First, the leader should make growth an everyday habit. This is so hugely important that um, a leader needs to continue to grow. It is a journey. Second, the leader should be mindful of the type of leader that he or she wants to be seen as. Leadership is very visual, and the team will decide whether or not they want to follow the leader and whether there is alignment 
in terms of values that the leader exhibits. The leader must see value in people to add value to them. Teams thrive in an environment conducive to creativity and collaboration. And that includes uh, a diverse group. Inclusion is important so that you don't end up with a kind of a groupthink situation. So that's all I have for today. Um, I want you to I want to invite you to visit my website, lourdescost.com. Join me and other leaders uh, in the Live to Lead event, Live to Lead 2020. The link is on my on, on this page and also on the events page of my website. Thank you for listening. Leave me some notes, questions that you may have. Until next time, be well, my friend. Until next time, add value, grow, and transform.